in today's world, creation is at an all-time high. Join us as we dive inside the minds of rising creatives, inside their passion, and inside their process. Join us inside the lab. What up is Wise checking in, W-I dollar sign E. Joshua Shireen. It's that Speak Now chick inside the lab. Hey yo, what it do? This is DJ Trails, every girl's favorite DJ, and right now you are inside the lab with Jay Trinity. Let's get it going. What is going on, people? This is your host, Jay Trinity, and I just really want to thank you for tuning in to the very first episode of Inside the Lab. Um, I feel that in this day of age, uh, creativity is just, you know, crazy. And I feel that when people are in their space to create, that's when they're inside their lab. That's when they're in their lab. That's when they're creating. That's when they are pulling together the things that they need to you know, share with the world. So without any further ado, let's jump right into it. Our guest today inside the lab is a dope MC out of Greensboro, uh, North Carolina, and he's a proud NC State alum. And before embarking on his journey uh, into the music world, he was already cooking in the lab as a chemical engineer for three years. Since making his transition into music, he has released eight projects, went on a tour throughout the East Coast, and has been featured on HotNewHipHop.com and Shade 45 Radio. Much love to my guest, Mr. Gate City himself, Wise. Hey, how's it going? W.I. Dollar Sign E, live from the gate, you know how it is. Yes, sir. Man, look, so first of all, I just want to mm-hmm. thank you for stepping inside the lab with us today and just sitting down with us, man, for real. Nah, thanks for having me, man, for real, for real. So wise. So first thing, man, the first thing that pops <clears throat> off off rip is the whole chemical engineering thing, man. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tell me, man, how what was that transition from hey yo, I'ma do chemical engineering to doing it and then to deciding to, to transition into music? Um well <clears throat> actually I didn't go to school for chemical engineering. Okay. I went to school for business. Mm. So uh, yeah, it was a marketing uh, marketing concentration, you know, business major, marketing concentration, and so uh, you know, I was in a fraternity, Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. One of my long brothers actually was a chemical engineer, hooked me up with the interview. So I never really had like a chemical background. Um, while doing it, uh, you know, it was always my goal to make a lot of money upon graduating college. I would imagine yeah. most college graduates, That's right? Cool. So. You know, I did that, but I realized, you know, shortly afterwards, I did it for three years, and shortly afterwards, I realized that it wasn't a passion of mine. You know, I, I remember countless times waking up, looking at the ceiling, like, you know, Drake line, is there more? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I feel it. And so, uh, you know, it was um, one of those things where I saved up a lot of money, and I didn't know what the next move for me was, right. and so... I just told, you know, my manager, look, I'm retiring. You know, the plan wasn't to, like, just get another job, but to figure out what my passion was um, in life. So I um, took a few trips across the world, um, went to Australia for two weeks, went to Berlin for a week, went to Amsterdam for a week, um, South America. That's dope. A couple different places around the U.S. just to kind of do a bit of soul searching. Um, And, you know, at that point, I'm just knocking things off my bucket list uh, and it was always on my bucket list to, you know, make a mixtape, you know what I mean? I and so, um, yeah, I did that, and I was searching for a feeling that I would, I wanted to stay up late to do, wake up early, yeah. and I found myself doing that without forcing myself, you know, forcing it on me, and I was like, you know what, maybe 
for this chapter of my life, this is what's for me. And I man. wanted to, you know, pursue that and see where it took me. Man, that's, man, look, that's like a, a, a key to life. I Absolutely. feel like a lot of people yeah. don't really, I, I feel like we're not taught to do that. We're not taught yeah. to seek fulfillment and purpose. It's Absolutely. Kind of, it's kind of like, you know, school, go to college, get a degree, working that. Right. And just and live, but it's like that whole part of finding mm-hmm. what's important to you is dope. And so what I guess when let's when you decided, hey, man, yeah, I this is what I want to do. Right. This is what I want to do. Let me start lining up these resources and really investing myself into this. Right. What how was how can I say, you know, like a lot of times people around us mm-hmm. have this idea of what we're doing and how, you know, so how did, how did people around you kind of, what was their reaction to you deciding? Because it's, it's a drastic change. So right. what, what was kind of the reactions and how did you, I guess, navigate through that to, you know what I'm saying? Um, I guess, I guess a loaded question in a sense. Um, I guess, well, at first, not many people knew, uh, I guess I could rap, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, the idea that hey, you know, I'm gonna make music. I'm even make a mixtape. Um, it was like when I make music, people was wondering, "What do, do you sing?" <laughs> that was the first thing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And so, you know, at that point, it, it you know hit me like, damn, you know what I'm saying. Many people don't even see me as a rapper. You know what I'm saying. Shit, I guess I didn't see myself as a rapper. You know, prior to this. Um, so it was, I guess, just a, a period of um, coming to grips with it, but. You know, but, you know, ultimately it's like, you know, the people that mind don't matter, people that matter don't mind. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And so, Run that back one more time. yeah, the people that mind don't matter mm. and the people that matter matter don't mind. So That's it's right. almost like people that really in your corner are going to support you regardless. Gross. The people that honestly got the most to say about it, honestly, they, they just going to talk anyway regardless. And I feel like the kind of person I am is like, none of that really bothered me, man. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like. People are going to talk when you have it. People are going to talk when you don't have it. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like sometimes the people that got the most to say, sometimes you got to look at them and wonder what they doing if they got the time to worry about mm. what you got going on. Mm. You see So, like, yeah. you know, I feel like, you know, for me, and I'm not going to say it's a gift and a curse, but I'm the type of person that if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to go as hard as I can at it, you know, even if it may be, I don't want to say a dead end, but even if it may be, you know, okay, I get to the end and figure out I want to do something else. I feel like you owe it to yourself if you're going to try. Yeah, to invest because you don't want to be at the end of the road and look back and be like, what if I would have really went hard? Man. What if I didn't care what people thought? Man. You know what I'm saying? And and at that point, it's like you cheating yourself if, like, you know what I'm saying, you go at something timid and I'm only go... A little bit, you know what I'm saying? And I want everybody to like me. I want everybody to understand my vision from the jump. You only playing yourself because you're going to hold yourself back trying to, you know what I'm saying? It's like the people that's the scared, the most scared of, of getting hurt are the ones that get hurt first. You know what I'm saying? Like in sports. So it's yeah. like you got to just attack just it relentlessly attack. and what happens, happens, you know? So, yeah. Man, I wish I had some bombs to drop. <laughs> that was it Man yeah. That's tough So Something that you That I picked up You said that Most people didn't know That you could rap Yeah When did you know You could rap uh, I mean I feel like I've always been good With words okay. You know what I'm saying As far as just like uh, 
talking and just being able to like construct, get, being able to uh, articulate yeah. exactly um, what I'm trying to say, you know, get my point across. And I feel like when it comes to rap and it comes to communication, the best communicators are able to, um, how do I say this? <laughs> just about talking about communication, right? But yeah, nah, the best like communicators are able to get their point across to a vast majority of people, regardless of the levels of education and within back levels of background. And I feel like I'm good at relating to a lot of people. Yeah. And so I feel like with music, when you listen to somebody like a Drake or a Jay-Z, you got people in corporate that like them. You got people from the hood that like them. Yeah. You got people that's in college that like them. Yeah. It's because their message can be received on a lot of different levels. And so I feel like with rap, you know, and music in general, that's what it is. And then it's like, you know, I used to write poetry. Mm. And so I felt like, you know, at the end of the day is, I don't know, I, I, when I found I could rap, I feel like I like music. I feel like I could rap, you know, I tried it. And I feel like anything you do, you put the hours into it, you're intentional about it, you can yeah. get better. So I feel like I could rap a little bit when I started. I feel like I'm much better now than when I started. Mm. Um, but, you know, I feel like anybody can rap. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So the one that I feel like I can notice I can rap, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I always could rap, but not like I never really took it like, yo, I want to be a you rapper. Do this. Yeah. <clears throat> you do this. And then that's yeah. it. Then when the fulfillment aspect came to you, yeah. that's when it was like, all right, let's let's, let's lock in. Let's lock in fast, man. So I was um, I was watching something, man, and they said the word opulent, and mm. I was like, what is that? The context of it made me feel like it was something like luxurious or rich or whatever. So right. I looked it right. up. I looked it up, and it said a uh, lavish, luxurious, um, rich, and man, look. That that's that's how I feel when I listen to your music. I appreciate it. That's yeah. how I feel. I feel <laughs> it feels like like brown shit. That like you, I'm listening to it and not yeah. like you, but it makes the listener feel so like that. yeah, like I'm I'm I, I'm getting busy. Yeah, yeah. and it's like it be yeah, and it's it's like not even like it be like simple stuff. Like it's just like the on the, I mean, you can yeah. make an average day feel like just a, a movie. Thing. I appreciate and, that. And that's dope. Yeah, and I yeah. think that's dope. And that's the opulent thing. So what I mean, what what are some of who are some of like your influences right. musically? You know? Um Ross, definitely. I, I see that. Dom Kennedy. I, both of them. Yeah. That was um, them the two that I was thinking about. Hove, Drake, yeah. Yeah. uh Lil Wayne, mm. um, Nipsey Hustle. Uh who else, man? Um Lupe. Mm. Uh Damn, I'm trying to just make sure you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I, yes, I, yeah, it's a long, it's a list, man. But as far as the the ones that come to mind, just like like that, I probably say just you know what I'm saying off top. You know what I'm saying I'm sure more will hit me later, but just like off top, you know. What yeah, I'm nah, saying? the ones yeah. the ones you just said that's that's what was in my mind. That's yeah. what was in my mind. Yeah. I, I remember uh, Dom Kennedy came to Winston for our homecoming like my freshman year, right? And I remember rocking with that. Hearing it right, you know, this is dope. And I remember the first time I heard you, I was like, "Oh, yeah, oh, I've I've I felt this way before, right? But this is different. I like this. So yeah, right. yeah, I feel it. So appreciate it. Yeah. What what's like, you know, when you're what's your process with mm -hmm. making? Let's start at the smallest thing. Listen, what's your process of making a song? What's your general creative process? I feel like just, I mean, every song is different. Mm -hmm. Um, but I feel like in general is having a connection with the beat. Um, just hearing the beat and feeling 
and be bringing out an emotion or a feeling and um, kind of like, you know, being married to the beat essentially and just kind of like, what is the beat telling me, you know, in combination with how I'm feeling at the time? Um, and I feel like that's kind of, you know, that that's really, I guess, kind of to, to simplify it, yeah. you know, kind of the process and then like, all right, then I'll write what I can write into the point of exhaustion. You know what I'm saying? Just let it be mm -hmm. um, and then come back to it. You know what I'm saying? And just keep coming back to it until like, all right, now I got uh, a full song. I feel like ultimately I don't try to force a whole song all at one time. Like I don't try to, I don't feel the pressure to write a whole song at one day in one day. If it happens, cool. But I want to write what I can write until I feel like I start rambling. Mm. And then it's like, boom, as soon as I feel like I start rambling, cut it. I come back to it. You know what I'm saying? And and then like, all right, next time I put the beat on, whatever I'm feeling on the same beat, write to it again. Then write to it again. And I feel like ultimately, however the beat is making you feel, you're gonna ultimately, um, you know what I'm saying? Just uh, you're gonna you're gonna it's, it's gonna come out in a couple of different ways. I got you. You feel me? So you let you really let the beat, the music guide you in the writing exactly. process. And then you that's dope. So when I get in, the, you know. Obviously, I think it'll vary, but do you? How do you know when you're done with that song? How do you feel like? Yeah, this this it. Uh, I play it a couple of different times, man. I feel like you know I I do so. I write reference. I write it down. I have an iPad. Mm -hmm. I'm just recording on like iPhone headphones. You know what I'm saying? I'm just rapping it just to kind of make sure I get the flow. I'm I'm saying what I want to say, and then you know what I'm saying I'm listening to it over and over, and I feel like once the song is complete, I feel like it has. Beginning, middle, end. If there is a song that requires the hook, it has the hook mm -hmm. that's in correlation to what I'm saying throughout the song. Um, it, it feels how I think the song should feel, and then I feel like you know, then it's time to go, you know, hit the booth or whatever, you know, what I'm saying studio and um, you know, record it really. And then even when sometimes you write the reference track, how it sounds when you finish recording in the studio. Sound completely different. Sometimes yeah. it sounds better. Sometimes it doesn't sound as good as I thought it would. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? I um kind of do it like that. Yeah, that's dope. So yeah. let's say you got the song right. Yeah. When so what is your what's your process with building an album, building the album or an EP? Do you um, come in with like a set theme or you? Yeah, like I you, just start writing. I guess. It kind of like I'm writing a lot of songs, and then kind of like as I'm writing a lot of songs, what is the what is the vibe of the song? You know what I'm saying? What is this kind of like the vibes of the songs I'm getting? Then it's like it starts kind of taking shape, taking form. I feel like sometimes I feel like all right, so like cognac wood grain specifically, okay. right? Yeah. Uh, no lie, like I I seen on Instagram one of like uh, one of my um one of my boys uh had some shoes, you know what I'm saying? It had like some wood bottoms, and the caption was cognac wood grain. I'm like, damn, that's hard. That's hard. You know what I'm saying? I like that. And I was like, I gotta name something. I do cognac wood grain. I gotta name it a just song. Stuck with you. It just stuck with me, yeah. like you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, damn. So. When you sent the beat, you know what I'm saying, for uh, Konya Woodgrain, yeah. it was hard, bro. Like That's still probably one of my favorite beats, one of my favorite songs. And I'm like, yo, this is this is Konya Woodgrain. Hey, this is it. And so when I wrote the song, I'm like, damn, this is too hard to release as a single. Yeah. I need to make a project around it that embodies the Konya Woodgrain feel. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like some. that's how that one went specifically. Sometimes, like, 
Um, I have an idea that, you know, yeah, normally it's just like that That one I kind of knew going into it. I wanted to make something yeah. that was a cognac with Greenfield. As far as like live from the gate, not live from the gate, but uh, Gate City Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew like going into that one, uh, I didn't have the title. I had the songs done. I was going to call it something different. And then um, I had the songs done. I'm like, you know what? I think this feels like Gate City Boulevard. I think mm-hmm. this is this is what I want to call it. And that time I didn't have the title. I didn't know, but I knew I was making a project. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I got you. That makes sense. So it's really yeah. just like, you know, the process you creating the songs, but then you the you inspiration for the title or just the overall vibe that comes up as you're going through the process. You know, like it's like something sparks right that drive towards the the, the title. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so like, yeah. yeah. So I think it's good. I think it's good not to force mm-hmm. um, the title. I I remember um, some. Oh yeah, Jamar. Shout out to uh, Certified Photography for capturing this. Uh, absolutely. Y'all gonna, y'all gonna be able to see this a little bit. But he was telling me about there's some artist that she doesn't name her songs or something like that. Oh really? And, yeah, like at she, all. She don't. She doesn't like idea four fifty eight something like that. But it's just. It's 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 always cool to me to see where people you know pull the inspiration mm-hmm. for like the titles of things. So I think it's dope that you 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 just allow things to come to you like you don't force the yeah. title. And I think that's good. And it, you can tell because the titles be dope. So I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> um, man. So just uh, this thing on Kanye Woodgrain. So you know, I know you released that last year, and I know you just mm-hmm. came back from a tour recently. Right, so right. how? How did that even work? How did that work? Who yeah. was with you? Where y'all go? The tour. Okay, so Konya Woodgrain tour. Um, it was. I got. Where to start with it? Um, so I got the idea. Um, from my boy. Shout out Rex White. Okay. Um, follow him at Rex Got White on Instagram. Check out his music. Um, all streaming services. But um, yeah, I actually he put together a tour for his project Heartbreak Hotel. Okay. And I was like, when I seen it and he dropped the flyer for it, I'm like, damn, like that's he's going on a tour. That's hard. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he got these different cities, and I'm thinking like, you know what I'm saying? That's that's how you know how you doing it. You got fans in all these places, especially you know you being an artist that's still trying to rise and, right. and build a fan base. How do you do that? And the biggest thing was, you know, I was, I was chopping up with him. He actually had a show at UNCG, and he was like. You know, all these places have, a lot of places have, like, open mic every one, you know, maybe open every Tuesday, uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays, or every Wednesday, something like that. And you go into these bigger cities, there's an open mic damn near every day of the week. You know what I'm saying? So all it is is putting a schedule together where you're going to be and telling people pull up on you. Yeah. And so um, so ultimately we went, we did, um, we went to the DMV area. We had one show in Virginia, two shows in D.C., one show in Maryland, um, three shows in New York, and three shows in Atlanta. Um, just uh, as far as like some of the prominent places, um, did four bus boys and post locations in the DMV area. Um, Pete's Candy Shop in uh, a Prohibition, Pete's Candy Shop in New York, Prohibition in New York, um, Parkside Lounge in New York, uh, Magic City in Atlanta. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, and then. Um, well, it was uh, Cats Cafe in Atlanta, <laughs> and then uh, we did uh, what was the last one? Um, it used to be Wet Willies, and they changed the name. But 
uh it was so um but but yeah so that's that's where we went and it, it was dope man yeah it was dope i guess the logistically the only thing you could really probably measure is like followers right. or just in, engaging with right. people that you might not have engaged with before did you did you see yeah. any movement with that yeah so i feel like ultimately it was like you know great networking opportunity yeah. but you know my first time actually putting a tour together i feel like i left with a lot of things i would do differently mm. a lot of great experience i feel like i was able to like hear different sounds from the different demographics um, based on the cities we were in. Um, but I feel like ultimately you go into these open mic spots, you got to understand people are not, unless it's like, it's like, like I had people that knew me that were followers of the music that were pulling up to support. And definitely I got like some um, new traction of people that didn't know me. It's like, oh, you know what I'm saying? You know, bro, it's dope. But I feel like I would have came probably with different marketing materials that would have been easier to like, all right, this is exactly who man is. This I can easily follow his music because it's like sometimes too is if it's open mic, hella people are performing. Everybody, right. yo, follow me here. Yo, check me out here. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, how do you differentiate yourself from this next yeah, artist? Yeah. What do you say? Like, all right, I'm from North Carolina. Like, okay, you know what I'm saying? But it's just like um, being able to have something to put in their hands that's going to be like- Something tangible. Yeah, something tangible, not just a flyer, not just, you know what I'm saying? It's something that's just, like, going to be able to, like, um, like now I got, um, you know, I, I made flyers that got a QR code that links you exactly to the album, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And different things, and I feel like that's something if I would have went back, boom, I would have had that. So now I'm passing it out, you know what I'm saying? And then we definitely had handouts and stuff, but I'm just thinking of, like, how to maximize the experience maximize the next time. That's yeah. real. That's dope. I think that's dope because in the just a lot of times I feel like people might some people might go into a space and do it and just do it. And that's yeah. it and they move on. But right. I think it's dope to like what you said to evaluate everything and see how you can maximize it for the next time. I think that's where a lot of the value really comes Absolutely. in because then you can capitalize more moving forward. Thank you for listening to the Inside the Lab podcast. I hope you're enjoying this episode so far. We're going to take a quick break for you to hear from one of our amazing sponsors. Trinity. What's one thing that we all have in common? Nobody's perfect. We all have flaws. So why not embrace yours? Flaw Lifestyle has all of your apparel needs on your journey to embracing your flaws, loving yourself, and living your lifestyle. You can follow Flaw Lifestyle on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Flaw Lifestyle. And shop with them at FlawLifestyle.com. What's your flaw? How do you measure your success? How do you measure success in life or success within music? Like that's a, you know, let's let's say let's say let's say success with music. Okay. Let's say success. How how do you measure in different instances? Whether it's that Mm. you know. Engagement with fans, shows, strength, mm-hmm. whatever. What, what? How do you? What is it for you? How do you measure it? Hmm. It's a good question. Um, how do you measure success within music? I feel like is is a lot of different factors. To be honest, um, I feel like there's monetary success and you know, financial success. There's success in the sense of People that I know that I know that didn't see me as a rapper before 
now can only see me as a rapper. Mm. You know what I'm saying? To me, that's successful in itself. I feel like, perception. yeah, perception. You know what I'm saying? Um, being able to like touch people and be like, yo, like people that know know your lyrics. You know what I'm saying? That's hitting you with lyrics, and you're like, damn, like you know what I'm saying? You may know this song more than I know the song. Yeah. That's hard. You know what I'm saying? That be able to take like a concept that was that something that didn't exist mm. now was a thing. Like that's cognac wood grain was never a thing until now. It's like a, a project that has context, that has like, you know, a vibe of it, and it came from like, you know, thin air, you know, basically. So yeah. I feel like that's successful, you know, to be able to execute something that like, yo, f- take an idea and, and execute, take beats and stuff, and I was like, damn, that's hard, you know what I'm saying? I feel like that's success. I feel like success is being able to drop eight projects, you know what I'm saying? Um, I feel like it's just, and in some ways I feel like I'm successful, in some ways I'm still searching for success. I feel like uh, it's 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 a journey, and I feel like success is is almost a journey, not a destination, you know, and I'm, in, in a sense. I feel like how many people, even the most people, even most successful people are still searching for another level of success. Mm. So That's true. You know. Man, it's a journey. It's a journey, yeah. So, what's your journey? <laughs> What has been probably the most trying aspect? Yeah. So what's been the thing that's like, bruh, it's... Uh, it's trying to break through, man. You know what I'm saying? I feel like now we're in a social media era where anybody can rap. Anybody can have a podcast. Anybody can take photos. Yeah. Anybody can, um, you know what I'm saying, turn the Instagram page into a business page. Anybody can self-promote. So it's like the trying thing is how do you exist above the noise? Mm. How is how do you let people know I'm serious when everybody says I'm serious? Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that's the most trying aspect is like, you know what I'm saying? Like, shit, I really care about this shit, bro. Like, I put in countless, you know, money. I put in countless time, put in countless hours. And it's almost like, damn, like, once again, is there more? You know what I'm saying? It's like, what is the what is the thing? It's like, um, you know, like, what is... You know what I'm saying? What is the next step? What is like what is it gonna what is it gonna take for um you know what I'm saying to really be discovered? You know what I'm saying? And it's like that's I feel like that's the most trying thing, man. It's like, you know, Dempsey Hustle was at it for a minute and it's like, you know, right when he gets his starting to get the level yeah. of success, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, um, you know what I'm saying, bro was taken away. I feel like you got somebody like Rick Ross that is like his first album drops when he's thirty. Mm. J. Cole, I mean, not J. Cole, but uh, Jay-Z, 26, you know what I'm saying? Um, And now, you know, reaching billionaire status, Um, you know what I'm saying? So it was almost like, you know, Rhapsody, how long did it take her? You see what I'm saying? And so it's like, you start looking at, um, right, you know, shout out Rhapsody and C, so knife wonder in them. So, but, um, but I feel like the trying moment is like, you know, as an artist and you feel like, I'm not trying to make popcorn music. I'm not trying to get like, I'm not trying to be a gimmick artist. I'm trying to, you know, really be known for my level of intelligence, my level of like craftsmanship with the words and who really, you know, how many people care about that still? Like, especially when music is going in cycles, you know what I'm saying? Where it's like, it's a time people want to hear a sound and it may not be your sound at the moment. Right. Do you stay down? Do you switch up? Or do you stay down with your sound and hoping you come back in style? Mm. And when you're in style, now you got a whole catalog. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you, somebody like J. Cole, you can tell even following J. Cole, J. Cole has his seasons. It's almost like J. Cole is coming out again for the first time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I, that's a good And idea. so 
but he's been somebody around, but he had to wait for like, okay, maybe his style wasn't the most popping to the majority, to the masses, but he stayed down. Now was like, okay, now that when they want to hear that again, it's like, bro, been here. Damn. Now I'm going to go back and tap back in. Yeah. And it's like, damn, you know what I'm saying? And so, yeah. and I feel like, so the trying Thomas as an artist is like, you know what I'm saying? It's just staying down, man. And it's just like, how do, how do I stick to the plan but still be flexible? You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, found different ways to get to the end goal. And so that's, that's been, I guess, the most trying time is just shit, just, you know what I'm saying, staying down. And it's just like everybody around you not going to feel it. You know what I'm saying? Everybody around you not going to understand the end goal. Everybody around you not going to see what you're doing at the moment. Sometimes you grinding and it's like everybody don't see you grinding. Yeah. And it's like, you know, for me, I'm not a big social media person. So I know, like, it be, I be forcing myself to post shit, to be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? Like... Yeah. I got content that I could post, but it's just like to me, it's like I don't feel like I gotta always go around trying to impress people, trying to like yeah. I gotta prove to you, but that prove to you that I'm working, even when I'm working. But at the same time, that's the you know the generation we live in, so it's a balance. Man, so yeah, man, that's that was good. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Okay, um, all right. So talk about the most trying thing. What has been the most fulfilling? Piece that you've experienced, like maybe a, a, a certain moment or a conversation, like, bro, yeah, this is legit. Why finishing the project, bro, and putting it out, and and it being, you know, having real ones hit me up and be like, yo, I, I feel that, bro. Like, yo, this song, that's that's hard. Yo, that, yo, like, that's that. You know what I'm saying? Because you know what I'm saying. I feel like your shit ain't gonna be for everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You ain't gonna press everybody. But it's like, it's not about. You know what I'm saying is is quality over quantity. You know what I'm saying, and so it's like, the, sometimes the most fulfilling things is like people hitting you up, like you hit me up and be like, "Yo, bro, like I like that, like that's yeah. that's hard." You know, my homie sent me be like, "Yo, like yo, that bar, like oh that second verse, yo, like you know." At that point, you know, like yo, my 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 art is not you know what I did wasn't in vain. You know what I'm saying, and it's like no artist wants to feel like I put out something. I'm releasing something and you know you feel in your mind, yo, this is hard. Yeah. And then it's just like people be like, I mean, it was cool. Yeah. And I know and yo, like, yo, this took me months. This, this took me, me this yeah. took me a while. This took me a long time just for it to be like, that's what's up, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's those like the most fulfilling yeah. moments is when you don't get that. You get like, yo, this is hard. Yeah. Like, oh, I seen that. Like, oh, that video, that's that's tough. Like, yeah. that's that's fulfilling. You know what I'm saying? I feel that. Yeah. I feel that much that. Man, that remind me of my uh, my boy Keetuan, man. I got shot him, man. Yeah. He, we was coming back from D.C. We had went somewhere, and he was like, we was playing music. He was like, bro, you know what you need to play? And I was like, what? <laughs> he was like, bro, you need to play that wise. Hey, I was like, what? what? Shout out Keetuan. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he, he yeah. definitely down, bro. So look, what, man, I, I see you say this in a lot of your music. I've seen mm. it. I, you know, I know, but for people that might not already know, what exactly is Black Rose? Okay, so Black Rose is kind of like not kind of. It's like my move. It's my movement. Is you know my my brand. Um, black Rose to me is Black Excellence. Um, it's just uh, you know like a rose. You look at a rose, man. It's, it's, it's beautiful. Everybody likes roses, but it has thorns. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's almost like you got to approach it with caution, but at the same time. It's elegant, you know what I'm saying? Like black elegance too, man. It's like about about wanting to be the best, about um, you know what I'm saying? Just just represent just 
just the highest, you know, just the highest level. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like a lot of times, you know, people think of like black and black is negative, black is, you know, you know, this, yeah. that, and the third. And so a black rose to me is like a lot, even with black roses, you know, is the connotations of, you know, you know, negativity, sometimes some negativity, you know what I'm saying? But just to make it like, yo, black ex excellence, black elegance, and just, you know, uh, you know, uh, ode to, uh, you know, Tupac, the rose out the concrete. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of times it's like, you know, as a black person, you got to work twice as hard. You know, a lot of times black people don't come from the, you know, the same situations, you know, the same privileges. And but yet, you know, some of the, you know, you still striving and you still growing and you still like um, striving to be the best. And I want to be viewed as the high, like you said, opulent rap. Like I want to be, I want it to be a higher level. I don't want it to be, you know, what's expected. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And so to me, Black Rose is just like, you know, wanting to be like, put on that, you know what I'm saying? That that, that pedestal, like to to just like, um, you know, just just that that that, that Clint that 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 um, I don't know if like I'm losing words right now, you but good, yeah, 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 but but just yeah, to be put. And it, like you know, building up just not only the brand, but just the perception. This exactly. thing, this thing has immense value. Immense value, exactly. It has immense value, and that value is right. is, is in our blackness. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Hey man, good. you should. You know what I'm saying? You may need to write the mission statement. Hey. <laughs> but no, nah, but exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly, bro. Yeah. Okay, man. So. So with with um you know building like we we touched on it before a little bit just the like you know the the transition and its effect um on just on your life in general mm -hmm. uh what advice would you give yourself prior to that transition Probably none mm, yeah. honestly I feel like sometimes you got to throw yourself in the fire bro like you know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, I guess I could give myself advice, but if I'm looking back at everything I've done, everything I'm doing, it's like, I feel like I'm going hard. I feel like you can always go harder. I mean, shit, maybe I say go harder, I guess. <laughs> but I don't feel like I didn't go hard. I don't feel like I'm not going hard. You know what I'm saying? I feel like uh, advice, yeah, man, I feel like... I just let myself live, honestly. You know what I'm saying? It's just like I, you know, just embrace it. Just embrace yeah, it. Just, just embrace, embrace it, bro. Like take take what comes with it, man. Mm. Bet, bet, man. And that's the advice to yourself. So, yeah. lastly, what advice would you give someone that said, "Man, I want to, I want to do music." And, I, mm. and they're not just saying as like a hobby, like they're, they're passionate about it, but right. they're at the beginning of that whole stage. What What's something that you would, would tell them? I ask how bad do you want it? Mm. And it's just like, you know what I'm saying? And you know what I'm saying? That's just pretty much what it is. How bad do you want it? I feel like I don't know what your journey going to look like. Your journey is not going to look like my journey. So I can't tell you everything I've done that for you to expect to like experience the way I experienced right. it. But it's just like, how bad do you want it? Because it's, whatever your journey is going to be, it's going to be your journey. Mm. And so it's just like, you know, when things get hard with anything in life, you got to ask yourself, why am I doing it? And if your reasons for doing it isn't strong enough, then your reason, then it's not going to last. You know what I'm saying? And even if you get the quick success, there's things that come with quick success, just like there's things that come with, you know, taking a long time to get it. I feel like people don't look at it that way. It's like, 
life is a journey regardless of what the journey is going to be. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, even quit, like, you know, I'm not going to say any artists because it's like, you know, I, I respect anybody that puts time into it. But I feel like there are people that get quick success and it's going to learn, you know, on the back end, you know, how to deal with that. You know what I'm saying? When you blew up really fast and now it was almost like people were looking at you like, you know, so what's next? And you never planned for what's next. You only wanted to blow really fast. Yeah. yeah, you just wanted it. And so now you got it. And now you living in a moment. And I was like, how do I sustain this? Whereas some people that's like been grinding for so long, waiting for that moment, have been sustaining themselves for so long that when they get it, they know, oh, damn, I don't want to lose this. Mm. And so now was they, they got a different, you know what I'm saying, is a, is a, is a reasoning, not reasoning, but a pretty different appreciation. And so now it's almost like I'm going to hold on to it a little tighter. Yeah. Whereas somebody that got it so quick is like, oh, I could do this easy. I could do this again. Yeah. How long did it really take me? Yeah. You know what I'm they saying? Don't value it as much. And so it's like, you know, regardless of like, if you want to do it, man, it's just like, how bad do you want it? You know what I'm saying? And what is your reasoning for doing it? And so I think that's just, that'd be my advice. Wise words from wise. You feel me? There we go. W-I dollar sign in. Cool, well look. So, well, look, I got a question for you. We doing an interview, Oh, right? all right. What's up? Yeah, so what, 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 what got you into doing what you do? You know mm. what I'm saying? I feel like, look, we got the Trinity Labs brand. You know what I'm saying? You doing, you know, started off doing beats. You know what I'm saying? I, I guess you, I assume you started off doing beats. Mm. Now you got the podcast. You got your studio set up. You do the engineering. So what what gets you going? Why is this? Why do you care so much about this? Oh, all right, cool. Um, why do I care so much about this? Because this is all of that is rooted in is all of those things give me the sense of fulfillment. Okay, all those things I, I see purpose in and I enjoy it. Where I could I could put my time into it and it wouldn't really. It doesn't feel like I'm putting time into it. You right. know what I'm saying? Like it's, yeah, I can yeah, do it. I can facts. do it. I could wait if I could wake up and do that. I'm good. Yeah. Um. And, it, and it's just really evolved. Uh, I started just playing the keys. Yeah. Like my my dad's side of the family real musically inclined, so I started playing the keys when I was little. Playing at church. Then mm. I started making beats on my keyboard. They sucked. They were terrible. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jamar probably remember them. They was terrible. Uh, then got the laptop. Mm-hmm. Started just learning how to go. How you know how everything. I had a, uh, you know, a partner helping me. You know, he he spit. I rap. They kind of build yeah. it up, building up confidence in the craft, and then just seeing what more. You know, is there yeah, more? Is there more? Is there more? <laughs> and it was just like yeah. the whole legacy thing. Uh, building a brand, something outside of myself. Mm-hmm. And that's what Trinity Labs for me is something outside of myself that I that can be used as a vessel to connect, um, connect artists, connect just dope people with resources that they might not have, or mm-hmm. and just and just provide a space. So whether that's me making a beat, a, a, one of the most fulfilling parts about making the beat is when uh, a rapper or an artist say, "Yo, that joint's hot." I want to do something with that. That joint's yeah, yeah, hot. Yeah, That's yeah. dope. And then when you hear it, it's like a a gift. It's mm. like a gift every every time when I hear even like with you, like for real, it's like it's a every time it's a you hear somebody create something right. or something you created. It's mm. just like this is dope. There's yeah, nothing, yeah, nothing facts, else like facts. that. And you know, with the with the podcast inside the lab, man, it's just like I feel like everyone has 
a lab. Everybody has this right. space, this 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 zone, this mm. mindset that they get in when they're creating something or they're in they're doing the things behind the scenes right. to bring something to fruition. So and I really wanted to bring that out of people that I know that are just dope like yourself. So I just yeah. wanted I wanted people to be able to peer into that and maybe pull something to right. motivate them to do something that they want to do. That's hard. So yeah. That's hard. I respect it. So folks um, this is the conclusion of our episode with Mr. Wise, man. You got anything uh, as far as your how people can reach out to you, yeah. connect with you, all that? Uh, shit. Follow me at uh, at the number two Wise Words. That's Instagram, Twitter, um, and then uh, music, uh, all streaming services. Just look up W I dollar sign E. Uh, check out Konya Woodgrain, the project, I mean, album, full length project. Uh, Chapter 27 is a short EP. Um, Gate City Boulevard, there's a lot on there you're gonna like. Um, and shit, more shit on the way, man. And that is the conclusion of our first episode of Inside the Lab. I just wanna thank you again for tuning in. Um, please uh, follow us at Trinity Labs on instagram and facebook today just to stay locked in on everything that's going on and we'll see you back here next week peace